So the dating, it's like, okay, well, you're going to deal with crazy girls. You know, you're going to get over the mindset of like, you have to chase every woman. You're just going to realize some of these women are batshit crazy. Hey, podcast listener, you're about to discover insider tips, tricks, and secrets to making more sales and converting more prospects into customers with email marketing. For more information about the email marketing podcast or the autoresponder guy, go to dropdeadcopy.com slash podcast. Hey, it's John McIntyre here, the autoresponder guy, and it's time for episode 72. The Method Email Marketing Podcast, where you get nitty gritty techniques, tips, and uh, strategies to make more money with email marketing and sales funnels in your business. Today, I'll be talking to Jim Clare about how to write copy. Very simple. Now, Jim, the reason he's an interesting, very interesting guy is he wrote the copy for Tower of Badass, or he was the main copywriter, the head copywriter for the Dow of Badass. I think I meant to say like that, the Dow, which uh, used to be the biggest. Uh, product on ClickBank in terms of sales. So they were doing a huge volume of sales uh, in their heyday, and they're still very big. And Jim was their copywriter, so he's had some experience with very big products. And I thought I'd grab him on the, you know, grab him and bring him onto the show and pick his brain on how to how to be a good copywriter. And I think upsells. Right? That's what we're going to talk about today. How they're using upsells with the Dow of Badass uh, to, or how they use them to really crank up the revenue per customer. So this is going to be an interesting episode. I mentioned upsells last week as the uh, maybe a two weeks ago, it was from the McMaster's Inside of the Week, and uh, we're going to talk more about that today. So, if you listen to if you listen to today's episode and you don't go and create an upsell for your business, then something's up. You got to get started. If you don't have upsells, you need to go and get some. Now, to get the show notes for this episode of the Email Marketing Podcast, go to themcmethod.com/slash seventy-two. Now, I've got the McMaster's Inside of the Week now. What I've got written down here in front of me in my little text editor says, testing, testing, testing. Now, the reason I say this is I'm learning a lot right now because I've got a campaign running with uh, some Facebook traffic. And what's blown me away is how much testing is involved in just making something make money. Okay, You need to test stuff. You need to test if autoplay on the video sales letter works. You need to test your prices. You need to test which headlines work. Right? It's all well and good for me to sit on here and say, well, you should do this and you should do that. And you're going to listen to all those you know, internet marketing gurus out there who tell you what you should do with your business. But at the end of the day, you need to adopt uh, what you might call the testing mindset, which is a thing where you take your emotions out of your business, take your emotions out of your sales funnel. Stop, I guess, riding the emotional roller coaster, which is easier said than done. But you know, you got to do it and adopt that idea, that feeling that you're a scientist. You're an Albert Einstein and when you approach your business, when you approach your uh, sales funnel and how to get more customers and all that, you're looking at a formula. You have a hypothesis. Well, maybe this will get me customers. You go and test it. And if it doesn't work, and this is the thing, a lot of the time it won't work, right? And then you, it's, you, know, you haven't failed. You haven't messed up. What you have to do now is you think, okay, so we tried that. That didn't work. What else could we try? The same way Albert Einstein might, you know, mess around in his, uh, you know, in his apartment or in his house, wherever he, you know, tinker around with um, his experiments to figure out what works. Now, a great book to put you in the, into the right headspace for this is Scientific Advertising, and that's uh, it's a great read. It's a must-read, really, for anyone doing marketing or copywriting because it just you have to understand that there's not an ultimate formula. No one can give you a product that's going to give you uh, the, you know, a, a magic bullet or just a whole system that's just going to work when you plug it into your business. It doesn't work like that. You're going to have to test. Okay. Now, I've been talking about this in McMaster's on some of the training webinars and in the forum that testing is extremely important, that you have to have this scientific mindset. Okay. Now, McMaster's is uh, my private, uh, private, private training community where, uh, where you can learn more about email marketing 
using the McIntyre method, which is a four-week training program on how to write autoresponders. There's a you know a forum where you get access to me. There is monthly webinars. We go through training, what I'm doing in my business, how things are changing, and uh, you know how you can grow your business too. So that's McMasters. More about that at the McMethod.com/slash/McMasters. Now, we've got one review here. This one is from Jesse Moskal. This is a long review. I like long reviews. Five stars. Terrific podcast. Super information. John has been sending me emails every day for a long time. I send emails every single day. He is a razor-sharp marketer, practices what he preaches, and does, and does a terrific job interviewing. I'm always disgusted when I hear a podcast host drone on and on about themselves, stuttering and repeating what their guest has just said with no question in sight. John will do none of this. He's a smart guy. Obviously, he lives in beautiful Thailand. And you'll do well to get into his sphere of influence. I'm a relatively new copywriter but have gained immensely since I started following the autoresponder guy. Great job, John. Jesse, thank you for the review. I love uh, I love reviews and I especially appreciate the time you took to write a lengthy review. I appreciate it. Now, if you want to leave a review for this show, you can go to iTunes. It's a little bit clunky, that interface. Search for McMethod or the Email Marketing Podcast. Hit me up with a review and I will read it out on the show and we'll all get famous. Now, that's it from me for now. We're going to get into this interview to talk about Jim Clare, about upsells and how you can make more, way more money from your sales funnel. It's John McIntyre here, the autoresponder guy. I'm here with Jim Clare. Now, uh, I found Jim on Facebook. I was uh, clicking around to random Facebook groups for copywriters and marketers, and uh, Jim pops up, and I noticed that he was the uh, one of the copywriters, or the copywriter for the Dow of Badass, which is what used to be the biggest product on ClickBank. It's one of the biggest dating products that teaches men, obviously, how to pick up girls. And they've done some really, uh, they had like a killer VSL, which uh, Jim might mention in a minute, um, that they did. And there's, they've just done a ton of interesting stuff. And I thought, I, I keep hearing, friends keep mentioning the Dow of Badass is just having a sick funnel and sick copy. So I thought, why not get Jim on the podcast to talk about what they're up to and uh, what they've learned, especially in relation to upsells. So we'll talk about that in a minute. Jim, how you doing? Good. I'm doing. Thanks for uh, having me on here, John. I'm, I'm glad to be here. Good to have you on the show, man. Good. To, wait, it's, one thing I just mentioned before I hit record was that you and me, we've got this, um, it's kind of like, like, it's like the copyright. Like, I don't know how many years into it. I've been doing this for two, two years, maybe two and a half years. And so it's fun to talk to someone who's kind of been on like a similar journey who's yeah, it's just like, you know, you got something in common, like both writing copy, both writing an app by hand, both reading the books, and it's, uh, it's just different, you know. It's, I usually speak to people who are just way, 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 they're just, you know, gurus like John Carlton or Perry Marshall who are, you know, a few years off yet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's been, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been quite a journey, you know, for sure. You know, I, I started out with Dow. I have a long background in, in car sales, and, and it's funny you mentioned uh, upsells because that, my Favorite thing to do in the car business was uh, it's called F and I or finance and insurance, and uh, that's really where you're you're upselling them. Uh, you, know, you know, someone just bought what they think to be a thirty thousand dollar car, uh, and then you have to stare them in the face and somehow just squeeze uh, a ton more money out of them, uh, especially with new cars. Since regardless of what people think, new most new cars don't have a lot of markup, so it's it's on the uh, F and I guy to, yeah, to upsell them. Okay, well we'll get we'll get into the upsells in a second. But I gave people a quick little intro. You want to give people a, a bit more about you know, who's Jim Clare and you know I guess a, a quick little thing on what have you done and what are you doing right now? Uh, so uh, my probably the most famous thing is yeah I'm the copywriter for the Dow Badass, which I've been doing now for uh, I want to say close to three years. Um, I came on there right after 
right during the meteoric rise, which came from the Goldfish VSL, which is a pretty famous VSL. Um, and what once is the that Goldfish VSL? I think a lot of people aren't going to know what that is. So basically, the Goldfish VSL is has a hook of "Hi, my name is." Uh, it's Josh Pelissier reading it. It's "Hi, my name is Josh, and this is a fish, and this fish is going to show you how, or I'm going to show you how this fish can get you laid." Um, is the main hook, and actually, it's John Benson. Uh, it's his formula. Josh basically mentored under Benson, and then Benson helped him write that VSL, and then it hit, and then it just Dow went from uh, kind of three guys struggling in a coffee shop hmm. uh, to all of a sudden this huge meteoric rise, and you know we've been rocking ever since, and uh, yeah, it's a, it's like being in a rock band. And now Dow's become my client. I do write in the golf niche. I'm just starting there. And it looks like I might have something coming up in the uh, self-defense niche a little bit down the line here. And then uh, my website, although it's not up and running yet, I have it. There should be a blog post soon is uh, kickasscopy.com. Nice, man. Yeah. And you've you've been doing – I noticed the interesting interesting thing you mentioned – I think it was on your uh, Facebook page about writing out sales, old school sales letters by hand. I'm yes. Honest, like, I did that for so long. In the, I did that for a couple of months at least in the Philippines and was tracking it with a spreadsheet to count how many I'd done. And it is, um, that was sort of how I got started too. So I thought it was so cool that you'd done that as well. Yeah, I, I still try and do it uh, almost as close to every day as I can. I get up at around 6 in the morning uh, every day to go to the gym. But as soon as I get up, once I take a piss and then uh, feed the cat, and then usually for hopefully about 15 minutes to a half hour, you know, depending how sluggish I'm feeling, uh, I'll hand copy you know, a sales letter or keep working on a sales letter. Okay. Uh, All right, well, let's talk about uh, – let's get into this upsell thing. And The reason I wanted to bring this – the whole upsell thing up – well, upsells up – is because uh, I mentioned to you, I've been running a paid traffic funnel on, or a funnel on Facebook right now, and I wasn't originally going to, like when I originally set it up, it didn't have any upsells. And then I spoke to a, a guy here in Chiang Mai, Thailand, who's uh, you know, been doing this for 10, 15 years, and he just says, dude, you've got to have some upsells. So I was like, all right, you've been doing this for longer, I'll go and set up some upsells. So I came with some upsells, wrote, you know, made a few videos, basic thing. And so, I mean, super basic. My setup was like I was not using one-click upsells, which is, you know, I was sending people to PayPal for the first product. They were coming back, and then they had to go, and if they took the upsell number one, they had to go back to PayPal and keep doing that to keep buying the upsells. So super ghetto, and then forcing people to sign up via an Aweber form every single time they bought another product. So yeah. I, made, I made them jump through so many hoops and created so much friction. But when all was said and done, the upsells made up more than two-thirds of the revenue in that sales funnel. And without the upsells, the whole thing would have been a complete failure. So that was like, I looked down, I was like, holy shit, like these upsells, like this is where it's at. Like the money in the business is the upsells. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I, I think that was, that was part of the reason why Dow was looking for a copywriter because they weren't monetizing the goldfish. Uh, you know, Josh kind of put these upsells together in a hurry, but they didn't, I mean, in all honesty, <laughs> they were crap. You know, it didn't really perform. Yeah. Um, so that, you know, that was kind of task of my first duty. You know, that came, kind of came about, you know, Josh asked me about the car business. And so I used to hammer people. Yeah, it, it's, you know, it's where the money is in a, in a lot of things. I mean, McDonald's does it, has been doing it to us for years. You know, would you like fries with that? Right. So, um, so an upsell, just for in case a listener doesn't know, an upsell is when 
you go to buy something, it could be anything, like a, a McDonald's burger or whatever, and then immediately after you buy that, you, you know, you're asked if you want to buy another thing. So at McDonald's, it's like, well, you buy a burger, and like, do you want fries with that? Do you want a drink with that? With a product like, I don't know what the upsell is for Dow of Badass, but it'd be like, you buy the main product, and then afterwards, they'd sell you like a, an ebook on the 10 best pickup lines for another 50 bucks. Yeah, I mean, the thing that I, I find with upsells, and I mean, that's kind of where I, I started cutting my teeth, uh, you know, started trying to beat my own. Um, it, it, a lot of it depends on the on the angle you take on it uh, to really make them successful. Okay. Um, so what do you mean by the yeah. angle? Well, you know, the problem is, or not the problem is, a lot of people when they, you know, they, they spend so much time in the VSL or their, you know, the long-form sales letter on that main funnel, uh, you know, their main offer, their main product, that, you know, they... You know, if they write something really good, it, it, it makes it sound like the grand poobah. You know, the end all, be all. This is the shit. Like you're gonna, yeah. you know, do whatever. You, you know, there's this is the no last thing you need. The be, yeah, the be all, yeah, end all. Exactly. So then all of a sudden you get to a page and it's like, well, wait, you need this. Well, it has to be, kind of be done in, in the right way. So the angle, you know, I, I think there's a there's probably a couple angles, but the angle I really like is, you know, and this and it depends. I mean, there's really two angles. But the first angle I really like is. Um, Basically presenting like now they have all this stuff. What kind of problems are they going to have now? Uh, like in the dating niche, you know, we basically said you guys are going, uh, and this comes from market research. Is you know, basically these guys they're so scared, really. Like they, they uh, you know, they get this product now they can talk to girls. In reality, they're just hoping for numbers. And so these guys who get the product in their mind, they don't think they're going to have girl problems. So now it's like okay, they you know they get out this you know they get the Dow badass or they get this product. They're gonna have all these great new things happen to them. But now it's like wait, you guys haven't dealt with this before. So I took it as the angle as like what kind of new problems are they going to have? Yeah. You know, and obviously it's kind of done in a copy thing, but this is kind of like if you're you know if you're a content creator, it's kind of where you put on the coach's hat. Like if they you know if they lose a ton of weight, well. What the problem might be, you know, what's their new problem going to be? And you have to handle that. And this upsell is going to handle that. So the dating, it's like, okay, well, you're going to deal with crazy girls. You know, you're going to get over the mindset of like, you have to chase every woman. You're just going to realize some of these women are batshit crazy. So how do you deal with crazy girls? How do you deal with, uh, you know, multiple girls? Uh, you know, we used a story of a guy, he had like two girls pounding on his door at the same time and he's like freaking out because he's never ever had that happen before. Yeah. You know, so it's something, uh, you know, what kind of new problems are they going to have? Uh, and then solving those problems. Right, right. And, and uh, finding those problems kind of comes from market research and from your emails of, usually comes from pretty good testimonials where guys are like, hey, I did this, but, uh, you know, you know, if it's weight loss or something, my, I don't have any genes that fit, like, how do I style myself? Or, you know, something like that. I'm not saying write a styling thing, but, you know, something where you're, you're introducing new problems, you know, kind of more money, more problems, and how to handle those new problems. Yeah. One uh, way that I was thinking about it when I did the funnel on Facebook was that, like, everything needs to flow. I mean, the cool thing about copy, or the interesting part about copy is it needs to flow from one thing to the next very, like, very naturally. When I, I coach people from time to time, and when I see their copy, usually the, the biggest problem it just doesn't flow. They jump from one idea to the next too quickly or it's a bit disjointed or there's no connection. So this is like selling a dating, you know, sell the main dating product and then selling a, a book on like, maybe like how to cook. Like it doesn't really flow. You can sort of yeah. see a connection there, but it's not that close of a connection. Whereas, right, uh, like, you know what I mean, Exactly. Right? Yeah, well, it's, uh, I think it's a congruence. I think a part of a good lead into an upsell, whether it's a, you know, you're doing a VSL or, uh, 
uh, sales letter form is reassuring that their product is awesome. Uh, I noticed, you know, kind of what you said, I think it's disjointed when they get this, you know, they get the, this product, you know, whatever product they're getting, and then they just jump to a page and it's like, but wait, you need this. And it's like, you know, versus I think, you know, putting in a couple, just a, a few paragraphs of like, this product works great, this is this, but you're going to prop, you might run into this, you know, this has been, you know, in my experience or in client's experience. You, that kind of keeps that congruence. I mean, just like you said, you, know, you don't want to disjoint them and be like, well, wait a second. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like you would um, – like I was selling a template and uh, so a template for the first email in this sequence and the upsell was basically like, you know, thanks thanks for signing up. Template's on its way to your email, blah, blah, blah. It's, you know, it's good because of this. It's just sort of reiterating the benefits of the sale and then saying, well, that one was actually – there wasn't much of a sort of a problem. It was just like, well, if you want three more templates, here's three more and that was the upsell. Yeah. But then in the next one, episode number two, that was like, all right, so these templates, they all use a storytelling format, which is great. You feel like the templates, they're going to work really, really good for you. But what about this? What if you want to write your own templates? What if you want to come up with your own ideas and your own stories? Because right now, these templates aren't going to teach you anything. So you don't actually know how to do it yourself yet. That's, you know, that's why you need to learn how to tell stories. And that's where my new product, you know, my other product, Stories That Sell, comes in. So it's kind of like you use that, you have that lead in that pre-frames the, the upsell. Yeah, exactly, and, and, and staying staying uh, you know congruent across the board. Yeah, yeah. Um, it makes them way more interesting, at least in my opinion. But yeah, one um, thing I've noticed that with uh, with uh, with email marketing is when you're trying to position the pitch at the end of the email. The, the whole idea of the email is like, all you're doing is pre-framing. All you're doing is like thinking what thought, do, what thoughts do I need to put inject into someone's head so that when I introduce the idea of the product, they they're, they're going to receive it favorably. Yeah, that's a great way of putting it for sure. I gotta enter, keep in that conversation in that head. Yeah, uh, yeah. So tell me about like what happens on. Let's say like I go and buy the Tao about the Dow about us, or I keep calling it the Tao, but I know it's the Dow. But anyway, yeah, it's the Dow. So let's say I buy that product, or I buy a golf product, or I buy a product that, that you've written copy for, and then you've created a whole bunch of upsells. I go to PayPal, or I go to Pay, and then I get after PayPal. What happens? Well, do, I, do you send me to a page with a video on it? Yeah. Text on so, both? Yeah. So I did. Uh, we tested a couple of ways, and we found so if when you get the DAO, and after you know you pay for it, it lands on a, a VSL, and it's told from a student's perspective. It's a VSL, or a VSL plays, and then underneath is is bullets uh, and and the offer again, and it's the exact same thing that's said in the VSL. We tested a couple of different ways, and this this way works best for us. And so basically, it's a student. It says, you know, hi, it's uh, Brad here. And, uh, I'm re- you know, it basically he reassures him, like, I'm really glad you're here. And, yes, that the things do work. Like, I was you – know, so it's a very, very small story because, you know, going after the low-hanging fruit. And, you know, it's a very small story. Like, I was, a you know, a, a nerd and I couldn't do well with women and I went with Josh's thing. And it, it was absolutely incredible. Uh, but the issue was is that I – all of a sudden had these problems I never knew would exist. And, uh, you know, most of our clients, when they, we noticed this, when they first got this, they never knew they existed. So Josh created what's called the advanced coaches prep course. And then it goes into, it's like, here's what you're going to find because here are some of the common problems uh, you're going to hit. And then here's what you know, you're going to find inside. So it kind of gives a little bit of the fear, like we see what happens if you run into a gold digger, because we had guys worried about a gold digger, which it's just funny because generally guys worried about a gold digger driving like a 97 Honda Civic. <laughs> 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 you know, work it. You know, it's, it's really bizarre. Yeah. Um, you know, 
so it, you know, it goes into kind of you know what what kind of problems are going to run into and how this course is going to uh, handle it, and then you know the guarantee and stuff. And so the a VSL plays, and then underneath it is uh, the bullets uh, that I mentioned, or you know a, a you know pretty good stack of bullets, and then the the offer same. Thing. So if they watch the whole VSL and read it, they're going to see the same thing. And then the guarantee. Uh, and there's a bunch of buy buttons. I mean, I, I, not like a, I don't want to make it sound like a, it's all buy buttons. But there's one right below the VSL to handle low-hanging fruit. And there's one right at the end of the bullets. And there's one at the end of the offer. And there's one at the very, very bottom of the page. And they, so when you click down, let's say I click that one beneath the video, does that cycle me down to where the offer is? Or does that take me to the payment form? Uh, it takes you to the payment form. And I have to re-enter my details. Or are you guys doing one click up? It, it's already. I think it's just. It's already uh, coded in, so it just adds to the order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then obviously underneath the buttons are like the no thanks. Uh, you know, I think I'll pass on this, and you know, I understand I'll never see this again. Uh, you know, very standard stuff. And then it goes to another uh, upsell after that is is how we have. But actually, we're going to swap that upsell, or we're going to test that upsell against an entirely new product uh, here pretty soon. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So, so you've only got so you got the main product and then two upsells. Yeah, and then obviously it, it goes to the downsells, and the, and the downsells basically, uh, you know, if you if you click off, it, it just goes to like the bullet form. Um, you say, hey, you know, just in case, you know, the, here's kind of some of the problems you're going to run into, and here's what you know, just in case, uh, you know, hear it. You know, here it is again. You know, we under and it, it kind of reassures like you know we know that you're probably going to be able to handle a lot of issues with women, but so you may or may not need this. Uh, but you know, you just might want to take a gander in case you're worried about one of these uh, things. And then it just you know goes goes down into the bullets again, uh, and then you know another buy button. And it's kind of the same thing on the on the last upsell. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. And so, all right. So let's just uh, just to summarize all that, we've got. The main product, you buy that, you go to PayPal, you come back, you go to a, uh, a page which has a video and text on it, and uh, th that's basically for upsell number one. And if you buy that, you go to upsell number two. Now, if you don't buy it and you click no, that'll take you to uh, the downsell. So the downsell is like, let's say you just offered something for $50, so you downsell them to offer them something a little bit smaller for $30 because maybe the price was the problem, so you downsell them. And the, is the downsell yeah. page the same as the upsell page with the video and text and all that? No, we, there's no video or text. It's just the bullets. And yeah, it's just like I said, it's the, it's the price difference. Uh, I think we offer, it's just payments. Uh, yep. You know, it's price difference. Uh, you know, but wait, you, know, you want to make sure you don't miss this. And then, it, you know, it's the bullets again, like just in case here again, that you know, because at that point they're you know they're kind of just skimming. They're not that you know, they're just like get me that you know I don't know if I want this. So we're just hoping that one of the bullets uh, catches them, yeah, or or a few. But um, and then it's kind of the same thing on the next one. The last one is just a just a sales page. Uh, it's very short, you know, because we think if uh, kind of what we've done, you the shorter ones seem to be ha handling the low hanging fruit more. Mm. Uh, by that point, if you know if they've agreed. Or not agreed, uh, but hopefully they agree. We kind of go on, you know, if they agreed, uh, you know, they're already kind of pre-qualified, so we don't need to spend, you know, a shit ton of time trying to sell them because I think that kind of has the reverse uh, effect at that point. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So it's just a quick thing of what it is. Uh, we kind of, it's more of a hand-holding thing, which is actually the other angle. Like, like here's the VIP. We're going to hold your hand. And it's a hand-holding thing for us. It's on confidence, which is. Oddly, very tough to sell uh, in the dating space. Hmm. 
so we sell, you know, you're going to handhold it like you're going to look deeper inside yourself. So we're kind of speaking the language of, um, of that client, you know, the guy who's already buying all that stuff. And that kind of comes from just research, really, like your own, you know, a lot of from daily emails, like understanding how they respond back. And the good clients tend to be curious about confidence. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, they read the book and they're like, man, like I never realized, you know, how I was a doormat for all my life. Like, this is really interesting. Do you have anything else I can, I can figure on this? So I just kind of use that language on the, on the third upsell of, you know, here's, here's what you're going to find. So, we, you know, it, it targets that guy who is most likely after he reads a couple of chapters of the book, probably when he gets it that night is going to be like, okay, well, I want to work on confidence. So we're, uh, we're targeting him before. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I liked it. So if someone was to if someone's listening and, and they wanted to implement this, the basic idea is that you got their product, whatever that happens to be. And this could even be a service product. You could be selling you, know, you could be selling a ten email autoresponder sequence. You could be selling a uh, you know, a, a kitchen, you know, a commercial kitchen for forty thousand dollars. Or whatever. The point is is that after that purchase happens, you can make another offer. Now if you're doing something with like uh, <clears throat> the Dow Badass, you've got you know, you're gonna be using this with web pages. So they go to PayPal, they come back, and if you're using sort of an advanced or a a good checkout system, you can make it a one-click upsell, which is where when they click that buy button, so when they buy the first product, it says the order's complete, but it hasn't processed yet. <clears throat> and then they go to the sorry, and then they go to the upsell page, and then if they click the uh, the you know the buy button, it'll just automatically add it to their order. And then ten minutes later or half an hour later, when they've left that page, the credit card will be hit with the charge of the original product plus however many upsells you've got. That's a one-click upsell. So someone can do this with yeah. a web page. Or you could be selling like a commercial kitchen and someone comes in like, all right, I'll take this commercial kitchen. And you're like, well, how about do you want these you know, $10,000 taps? You know, they're great taps. They've got a lifetime guarantee. And how about this, uh, this floor mat? And how about you know, just all these random <laughs> crap? Which is good. Yeah. It's going to solve someone's problem. It's kind of like it can't be random crap that no one wants. It's got to be stuff. This is, this is drilled into me recently. With, I read, uh, you, know, you know Ryan Holiday? I know I'm in my, I don't I don't know him. So he's got this great book, right? And um, it's a great book for someone like us, right? A copywriter who it's all about direct response. It's all about like often the emphasis in sort of our industry is placed on you know you could have a crappy product, but if you have really good copy or good positioning or you're a good marketer or a good salesman, you can sell it. And that's true to a point. But even Gary Halbert mentions in one of his things that you know you could have uh, you know the offer or the thing you're actually selling, that's the best way to change the response. It's not the copy, it's not the headline, it's not any of that. It's just a better offer, which is the same thing as saying that sell shit that someone actually wants to buy. So yeah. when it comes to upsells and even just the original product, it can't be uh, just a random thing. You can't be like, well, do you want to buy these $10,000 taps as well? Even if even though they've already got taps, they don't even want taps, that's not going to work. So it's kind of like, I like how you brought up the issue of, yeah, you know, you've been doing market research, you've got to survey them, you've got to know what you could do. And if you had enough traffic for it, you could even, I don't know how you did the survey, but maybe you could do like a, do the product and then after the uh, purchase, you could turn them to a survey instead of the upsell, at least initially, to sort of gather some data on what's the next thing they want to buy. Yeah, exactly. And it also, yeah, it comes from, you know, if you have your product, you know, the feedback that you get from it, like, you know, our second upsell, which uh, the one that is going right now is absolutely crushing, you know, and a lot of it just came from, you know, where it's trying to, for a while, is you're trying to crack the code of, okay, what, well, you know, these, you know, the, the VS solo is so strong, it, you know, makes it sound like they're just going to stare at a girl and, and get, you know, and then get it on. So, how, you know, how, how the heck are we going to do this? And yeah. so I just, you know, kind of was just doing research and, you know, we're looking at, at the replies back to Josh, looking at the testimonials. And then on the testimonials, uh, that that's when it hit me. And also, uh, I mean, I got to give credit. Um, I, I don't know if you've heard, but I was 
in a uh, a mastermind with you know Ben Settle and Andre Chaperone and, and Ryan Levesque and Jack Bourne and, and you know they gave me uh, you know they kind of planted a seed in my head and you know went back and then all of a sudden you know I, I kind of found some of our top guys with these crazy problems that they never ever experienced you know like all of a sudden they go from nerd and now they have two girls pounding on their door at night and he already has a girl inside and these two girls outside don't know who, you know <laughs> each other and you know so it's kind of was taking almost the ridiculous testimonials or also like, Hey, I'm running into this issue. Like, you know, what if girls are liars? I'm scared to approach girls. You know, I really believe in your thing, but I'm, you know, I'm really scared to approach. Like, what if she's going to lie or be a gold digger? I hear, you know, it was like putting on the detective cap, which I I think what, you know, John Carlton calls it. And, uh, you know, it it definitely, I busted my ass finding the, uh, finding that language. And then that was it. And I was like, okay, let's, here's kind of the new problems. And then kind of coming from, uh, you know, a coach's perspective of okay, how are they going to handle these new issues? Yeah, and and that and that was what hit for us. Uh, okay, so I know, like that. that was, sorry, I mentioned the the book that I actually it was funny. I was about to mention that book, then didn't actually mention it. It's called Growth Hacker Marketing by Ryan Holiday, and he oh, calls cool. it. In the startup industry, he talks about how like with Airbnb and with Dropbox and Uber and these companies, they never started out as the companies that they are today worth billions of dollars. They started out with like a – they were servicing a tiny market. Like Airbnb was an airbed and breakfast for conference attendees who didn't want to stay in the conference hotel. I think it was how it started. But then what happens is they do that. They're not really getting enough traction. They're not that happy. So they iterate. They try They try changing the offer where it's more just general hotels and, and more and more and just broaden it. And so what they're looking for is a product market fit, which is the point where they're selling something that just fits the problem that the prospect has, like a freaking glove, so that when when they talk about it, like, here's the idea, here's the offer, the prospect, the person just like, well, I'm in. Like, I'm in. Here's my hand. Here's my money. You know, so what you're talking about is using this research and these testimonials and this stuff to just drive products. Because it's kind of like you don't want to sell just randomized. Like you can't sell – a lot of people think it's come up with a product and then go find a market to sell it to. But it's the other way around. You find the market, yeah. find out what they want. And then you think, well, what would they want to buy? What problem are they what, – what problem would they love to spend money on to solve? Because they've probably got they, – they've got problems that they're not going to spend money to solve. They're just not urgent enough. But you need to find out what problems they have that they are willing to spend money on. Exactly. And sometimes you have to – you have to create a product to that, um, you know, instead of trying, just like you see, you can't stuff something down their throat just because it's the only other product you have. I mean, sometimes you just got to suck it up and, and create it. I mean, the easiest way, if you don't have it, is to do a really VIP hand-holding thing where they have access to you. Yeah. You know, that's kind of one of the golf offers uh, I'm with. You know, it's really just starting out. You know, it's the complete opposite of Dow. Uh, you know, we have like a hundred, couple thousand guys on our list and they, these guys have uh you know they're literally just at, at ground zero and um you know so they don't have a product so you know the the, the upsell that we have is it's a hand-holding thing it's you know it's access to the pro you're like wow you have you have access to the guy you get you know swing submissions uh you get access he's going to hold your hand he's going to formulate a plan for you if, you know if you feel like you don't want to necessarily go it on you know you can go it on your own with the program but if you want a little bit more Hmm. Uh, you know, you have you're gonna have full on access to the to the actual creator. You know, we make it sound like the you know the the shit you know, and it's it's a hungry market. Like, okay, I, I got this. Like, you know, I, I want access to this guy. Like, how do I get him? And you know, so we're gonna give you a little bit more of a step by step hand holding upsell. Yeah. Um, Good old golf market. 
Yeah, yeah. Versus you know, versus you know, they didn't have anything, so I wasn't gonna be like, well, you could buy legal pads for, uh, you know, or you know, something that doesn't make any sense, like you know, golf socks or something. But but something. I mean, uh, like this just like I mentioned with my sales funnel that I've been doing on Facebook. Like it's the upsells could be because usually you might have you know, I'm I'm selling like a seventeen dollar product and then going straight to a fifty and then a hundred dollars. So I'm I'm jacking up the price with each upsell. So what happens is all the money comes in on those upsells. So it's like even if you don't have any products to sell, it's worth just just slap something together. And the point yeah. is, it doesn't have to be the most the most beautiful thing in the world. It just has to solve something, solve a problem that someone wants to solve. It, exactly. So. Yeah. Cool, man. All right. Well, we're right on time here. Before we go, though, I know you uh, you mentioned that you're not uh, sort of taking VSL clients. You're all booked up, which is great. But if people want to learn more about you, where's the, or maybe even send you an email and get in touch or get on your waiting list or maybe even start a waiting list, uh, where's the best place for them to contact you? Go to your website at kickasscopy.com, right? Yeah, so at kickasscopy.com, it's not up and uh, running yet. So it should be, it should have a, a blog post soon. But if you want to find me, you know, right now, and I'll probably make an announcement. It's at I'm on Facebook, with probably the easiest. So instead of sending it to a dead link, but uh, and it's just you know Facebook.com/slash, and it's the Jim dot Claire C L A I R dot nine. Um, and on there, I'll probably keep people posted when my uh, you know kick-ass copies up and running, which should be hopefully uh, you know a blog post should be coming in a couple of couple of days, anyways. So but actually, uh, should be up and running. Hopefully yeah, this, soon. This episode here. will go live in say six weeks, seven weeks. So by the time this is up, your website should be up. All right. Well, hopefully, yeah. So kickasscopy.com. I think it's uh, you know the backslash uh, blog should be should be up and running by should then. Be up and running. Yeah, or you can stalk me on Facebook or something. <laughs> Sounds yeah. good, Jim. Man, really appreciate you coming on. It's been, uh, been good to have you on the show. Uh, it's been great, Johnny. I appreciate you, you having me on. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you want to discover more insider tips, tricks, and secrets about driving sales with email marketing, sign up for daily email tips from the autoresponder guy. Go to dropdeadcopy.com slash podcast, sign up, confirm your email address, and I'll send you daily emails on how to improve your email marketing and make more sales via email. You'll find out why open rates don't matter and the seven-letter word that underlies all effective marketing and much more.